Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Hey parents, it is Renee. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. It's been a little bit. I was traveling and then we had Thanksgiving and then COVID had me down and out, but now I am back. So on this episode, we are going to talk about self-compassion. Because this is something that can be really hard for teens, it can also be something that is really hard for parents. And there is a really important key word that I think of when I when it comes to self-compassion, because it's more than just being kind to ourselves. Self-compassion is very much about giving ourselves permission. When we're being compassionate with ourselves, we are giving ourselves permission, permission to make mistakes, permission to try something new, permission to fail, right? Permission to not be the best, maybe not be the best student, not be the best friend or athlete or even son or daughter or child or parent. When we're compassionate with ourselves, we give ourselves permission that if we do or we say something that makes someone mad or hurt somebody's feelings, that we don't have to beat ourselves up. This doesn't mean that we're a horrible person. Maybe we just had a bad moment. Maybe our emotions got the best of us. Maybe we just made a mistake. We're giving ourselves permission to do all of those things. Being self-compassionate also means we're giving ourselves permission to be our, our, our authentic selves, whoever that is. And we give ourselves permission to allow that to be enough. But for many teens, and actually many parents too, it's not something that comes easily. For teenagers, self-compassion is not necessarily innate. And really, a lot of the teens that I work with, it's what they're, how they're kind of treating themselves is the opposite of self-compassion. A lot of them are beating themselves up on a regular basis, talking down about themselves, about all the things they don't like about themselves, thinking everything is their fault, thinking they're not good enough, or that nothing ever works out with them. You get the idea. And the scary part is that there's a real cost to not being compassionate with ourselves. And the word cost, C-O-S-T, I kind of made up this acronym, (laughs) but what is the cost to not being compassionate with ourselves, with not giving ourselves permission and really permission to be human, right? To be not perfect and to be vulnerable and all of those things. The cost of not being compassionate with ourselves, the letter C stands for we crumble a little bit inside. It doesn't feel good when we're hard on ourselves. It doesn't feel good when we beat ourselves up. A lot of it is subconscious. It's going on and we're not really thinking about it, but it's impacting us. It's like walking around with a weight on your shoulder. So That is one piece of not being compassionate with ourselves. We crumble a little bit, a little bit more every time we kind of put ourselves down. Letter O stands for lost opportunities. When we aren't compassionate with ourselves, sometimes 
as teenagers, you lose friendships, right? You could show up in a way or you blame your friend or you think they don't like you. So you start pulling away. And if you're not fun and if you're always beating yourself up, that in itself can push people away, right? That's hard to be around. So if you're negative towards yourself, sometimes that just makes you not approachable or not fun to be around. So lost opportunities is a cost of not being compassionate with ourselves. S stands for getting stuck. There's a lot of fear embedded in a lack of self-compassion and it can get us stuck, stuck in the same place not making positive change, not making new friends, maybe not trying out for things because we're afraid we won't it won't work out or we're not going to make it. We're not good enough. No one likes me. I'm a horrible person. It can really keep us stuck. And it can be this vicious cycle. And T stands for when we're not compassionate with ourselves and we're always kind of talking down on ourselves or blaming ourselves or telling ourselves these stories, we lose or never get trust in ourselves. We don't trust ourselves to make mistakes or not be perfect. And so we get stuck in this vicious cycle and that cost of not being compassionate, it just adds up over time. If we don't get our, if we don't pull ourselves out of this and start to look at ourselves from a different perspective and be kind to ourselves and love on ourselves and accept ourselves and all those good things that we deserve from others as well as from ourselves, there's a real cost to not being compassionate. So the next question is, how do I teach this to myself if this is something that you struggle with in yourself, or how do I teach it to my teens? And the answer to that is, it depends. It depends on a lot of things. It depends on how open are you to change? You know, I recently worked with a parent who said she wanted change, but was not open to it, was really unwilling to do the work and just wouldn't wouldn't take the steps. And this person was very much stuck. And yeah, they had some challenges, but you really have to be open to change and to doing the hard work so that you can be kind to yourself, regardless of your past. You know, some people have gone through some really, really, really tough things in their life. Some teens have gone some through some really, really, really tough things that have impacted how you look at yourself but it doesn't have to be that way. You have everything that you need within yourselves. You just have to find it and be willing to do the work to pull it out. And some of that work is going to be scary and hard. Some of it is going to have to be you getting honest and open and real with yourself. And so again, how do you teach this to yourself? How do you teach this to your teen? That depends how open are you to change? How open are you to learning new tools and strategies? How open are you to looking inside yourself, looking at patterns, looking at triggers, looking at things that you know take those little chips out of you day after day? How willing are you to get real and honest with yourself? And to kind of take the outside world out of it and go within, because that's really where the answers are. 
And when we're talking about self-compassion, that's about that's you being kind to you. You liking and loving and accepting and giving yourself that permission to be the best you can be, to be human being, to to give yourself those things that you deserve. And so those are kind of the questions that we have to ask ourselves in order to build self-compassion. And so I asked you all those questions. How open are you to change, to learning new tools and strategies, to taking a look inside yourself, to getting real and honest, and how open is your teen? The problem with teens is a lot of times they don't want to learn this stuff from their parents, right? Just because, only because you're the parents. That's just the nature of teendom. And so the last question is, are you ready and is your child ready for a mindset shift? That's what is required to really find that self-compassion within yourself. And it's not an overnight thing. It does take time. It takes energy. It takes effort. It takes honesty. It might require a few tears. But how willing are you to let go of the beliefs and the stories that are holding you back or holding your teen back from being compassionate within yourself, right? To really just, you know, wrapping your arms around that little girl or that little kid that you used to be and giving that that person a big squeeze. And every time you look in the mirror, recognizing that, you know what, I am enough and I deserve to be happy and but that starts with me. So it is possible. I know this because I've done it, but it really does begin inside. It begins inside them and it begins inside you. And so that's all that I wanted to kind of talk about. This episode's really just a food for thought. If you need help with self-compassion, I do work with parents the same as I work with teens. You know where to find me. Reach out anytime. You can find me on Facebook. All my information is below. But it requires you kind of looking inside. But it's something, too, to get really excited about because when we can be compassionate with ourselves, a lot of doors open. And we can let go of a lot of the things that aren't serving us and that have been really that rock on your shoulder, that heavy weight that we've just been carrying around. And some people have been carrying around this weight for many, many, many years. But it doesn't have to be this way because tomorrow is always a new day. And yeah, there's really no better time than now to work on self-compassion because you deserve it. And you have everything within yourself to, to give yourself that gift. And when we're compassionate with ourselves, our kids see that. And that is a gift that we're actually giving them. Anytime we invest in ourselves being more at peace and happier and more loving towards ourselves, we are modeling that for our kiddos. And that is such a gift we can give them because they really do see in here. They're always watching. And so, yeah, that's it. I'm Renee, teen life coach, parent coach. I'm all about building self-esteem and self-worth in teens, parents, families. I think that is the bottom line 
to address most challenges. And when you at least have those pieces in place, everything else is more surmountable, if that makes sense. And so, yeah, that's it. Happy to be back here on the podcast and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.